Hello, and welcome to the Smart Injury Doctors Podcast, the injury market's top program for doctors, lawyers, and insurers who want to gain greater insight on how to improve patient recovery results and deliver better services in the U.S. injury market. Please welcome your host, Dr. Jeffrey Allen Kronk. All right, what I want to talk about today is kind of a weird topic, but um, what I want to talk about is why building a practice in a recession is actually the best time to do it. Now, this is going to be really kind of tricky to navigate today, but I'm going to take on this topic for good, um, be talking about it a lot. Look, I believe probably 20 to 30 percent of the practices that are the chiropractic practices that are in practices today may not be in existence in three years. Now, for, for somebody that's building a practice or somebody that's good at building a practice, somebody has a knowledge and knows what to do, that's an incredible environment to build in. So whenever you have a recession, some people come out of recessions and they are two times, three times, 10 times wealthier, 100 times, 1,000 times wealthier and in better position than when the recession started. So what I'm going to tell you is that this is the best time for those that know how to build a practice and are basically willing to do what it takes. This is the best time. This is the most productive time because everybody's sitting back. Look, right now, if you go out, gas prices are on all-time highs. Food prices are on all-time highs. Um, the information on the news cycles is bad. We got Ukraine. We got borders. We got lawsuits. We got investigations going on we got baby formula people can't get baby formula you know we have we have problems with supply chain issues we have all of these issues and those issues are going to preoccupy a lot of people and to the average person they're going to be stuck in that cycle they're going to they're going to be because they don't know what to do and they're not doing anything so when i look at it look i i train doctors in the injury side of things and I have a program called the Smart Injury Doctors, and we help doctors to do four things extremely well in practice. One, be very unique. Two, build a team. Three, be able to market like hell. And four, uh, you know, systemize follow-up procedures. So what I'm going to tell you right now is in, in, in the market right now. So if you're a chiropractor and you listen to this, you only have three ways to build your practice. You either got to get more new patients in. You got to get those people to come back more. That's called your PVA. And you got to increase or maintain your charge per visit. So I can charge more per visit. So if I did 10,000, if I did 10,000 adjustments last year and I charged 10,000 more or $10 more for an adjustment this year, if I just do the same amount of work as I did last year, I got an extra $100,000. So more people, more new people, more times that those people use your service and higher charges for your service. That's the only way that you actually build a practice is those three things. Now, within your practice, you have some vehicles. You have vehicles that drive your practice higher or lower. Uh, things that you have to expend more energy on are less lucrative. Things you can spend less energy on and are more lucrative. So if we look at that, let's say you have a goal. And I like to use a goal. Like, Let's say that you have a goal and you want to build a $5 million practice. Right, you want to build a five million dollar practice in you, in this recession, right? And let's say that you have a goal where you want to contribute fifty thousand dollars of that to any charity you want to. You want to invest at least a million dollars of that in some sort of real assets that give you a passive income. 
let's say that you want your income to be a million dollars, you want your employees to be extremely well paid, you want to attract very good people to work with, you want to be able to pay them well enough so that you can attract them, you want to have a home, a cabin, on the lake, you want your kids to be able to go to any school, whatever your, whatever your, whatever your, your, your goals are. But let's say you have that kind of a big goal. Well, one, that kind of a big goal is what you want to do in a time of recession. You want to reassess and set some big goals and set some big targets. And I'm talking, not talking about airy-fairy crap where you actually don't believe in those targets. I'm talking about targets that you're willing to actually do something about. Because realistically, this is the best time to grow your practice. But within that goal, you've got so say you want to have a $5 million practice. You look at it and say, okay, if I'm going to have a Medicare practice, how much work and how many people and how much do I have to do in order to have that $5 million practice? You're going to see it's, it's maybe not the right vehicle. So within your practice, you have vehicles that are vehicles for income. Insurance work is a vehicle for income. But as people go and they go, wow, I, I can't afford meat, I can't afford gas, I can't afford this, I can't afford that, their expendable income is going to be much less. So cash practices and insurance practices are going to have a lot harder time. Now, it's not going to be, this is, oh my God, Dr. Kronk, I, I, I run the biggest, largest cash practice in the world. Okay, that's true. The two percenters, the five percenters, even the 10 percenters, the, the best in their field are going to seriously profit in this recession because they've already shown they're already doing it in the high time. They'll do it in low time. They will not be as effective. <clears throat> but for the middle of the bell curve, for the average, it's going to be a bloodbath. It'll be, a, it'll be a bloodbath. So you can look at it and say, okay, I've got this cash vehicle. Oh, people are going to have less cash. I've got insurance vehicle. Yeah, that's still kind of cash. Don't have great benefits and a lot of cash. I have Medicare... No, that's not really good. I could sell nutritional supplements. All right, that's good, but that's mostly cash. I can sell weight loss programs. Hey, I, I know people that make millions of dollars a year in weight loss programs. So I'm not going to say that's a bad thing, but I'm not going to say that it's a basically a widespread thing. Um, there are not a lot of practices that do that, right? So I can also look at it and I can say, hey, I can do injury work. Now, everybody in the country can do more injury work because there's... The one thing in a recession that does not change, it actually improves, it goes up, is injury work. People, when they are stressed out, get in more accidents. People, when they're stressed out, have more accidents. They injure themselves more. So you look at that and you say, okay, well, gosh, you know, what could I do with that? You know, what, what, like, what could I do with that? And by the way, the number one thing that I love about injury work, especially if you're a doctor of chiropractic out here listening to my podcast, is that if I go back to a 1915 Technique and Practice of Chiropractic second edition book, 1915, it says subluxations are primarily caused by trauma, falls, blows, strains being the chief factors. Hereditary weakness in the structure of some part predisposes by rendering that part more easily displaced. They are always the result of concussive forces, never of forces acting uh, entirely within the organ. They result from the contact of the body with its environment. So if you, if you know injury work, um, you know those that know injury work and really understand it are going to be able to boom their practice no matter what. Because it's the foundation of everything that a good chiropractor does. 
I mean, it's, it's actually what you're treating. But now if you look at the mass side of things, you say, hey, look, on average, for every 40 new injury patients, you need about 200 non-acute injury patients to generate the same amount of services. Right? Now, that's just my estimation of it. That's me looking back at Cairo economics and looking at what an average case value is across the country for injury work and looking what the average case value that was published in Cairo economics. Now, the Cairo economics survey is not necessarily a, a broad survey. Um, so that's all I'm saying. And it, it, it really, it's, it's, it's one of the vehicles where you go, okay, this is phenomenal. But now let's talk about the recession. Okay, when you're in a recession, the thing that you've got to do is you've got to set targets and you've got to get focused. Now, the majority of providers are not going to do that. They're not going to, they're not going to take the time to go, okay, I've got to, there's, there's a bad rapids coming. There's a bad waterfall coming. And I'm in a canoe. And so I've got to figure out how to navigate this canoe, get down out of those rapids, off the waterfall, and basically expand, get to where I want to go. So, one, people don't sit down and really start thinking about it. And then they don't set up, they don't set up a plan and they don't go, okay, how am I going to get here? Because I'm going to have to be focused. I mean, I don't have to sit here. Uh, the ones, and this is why I like, you know, the, the plus side of a recession is for me, if I'm a provider, just the way I was, it's going to knock out a lot of con competition. Because people are going to be sitting there going, oh my God, look at gas prices. They're going to go into agreement with their environment, and the environment is going to get bad. If you agree with that environment, you're, you're toast, right? So because here's the thing. On the, on the other side of a bad environment is an incredible environment. On the other side of a downturn is an upturn. And so the ones that really do well in the downturn get slingshotted when it goes back to an upturn. So it's the best time to really work. It really is. But that's what it requires. It requires work. I mean, it's not easy. You got to have a plan. You got to be able to do some things. Your skill sets have got to really be honed. But I look at it and say, wow, the injury market is the best place to divert attention and resources. It really is. Because one, it doesn't require a lot of, what resources does it require? Some of you, I, I talk to doctors every day that have 10,000 to 20,000 patients in their database. And I'm like, wow, do you realize you have 1,100 or 2,200 injuries in that database every year? But they don't know how to mine it. They don't know how to, they don't know how to farm it. They don't know how to make it productive for them. And here's the thing. I have a mentor in, my sales mentor is Grant Cardone. I love Grant Cardone. I love everything that he does. Um, I just, I, I, I think he's one of the best in the world. And he has a, he has a saying when you, when you train with him, all buyers buy, they just might not buy from you. All buyers buy. So if you're trying to, you're trying to say, Hey, um, you're going out to an attorney, you're going out to a medical doctor, you're trying to persuade them into why your clinic is the best clinic. You walk away. Um, and if they didn't buy from you, they're buying from somebody else. They're referring their energy and resources to somebody else. But all buyers buy. And all people have trouble. And the other thing is, you might have to look at the fact that, wow, what market am I catering to right now? This is another vehicle change. What market am I catering to? 
Am I catering to a lower income market that definitely is going to be able to afford my services? Or am I catering to a higher income market that doesn't really matter? Their health is going to be important whether there's a major recession or not. So that's why I say the recession sometimes can be your best friend if you're confident in your ability to put out a product. You're confident in your ability to work your butt off. And you're confident in your ability to actually explain or simply to communicate to your environment exactly what makes you unique and why people should use you. It is by far the best time. And yeah, you have to be, you have to cut out all your unnecessary expenses. You do. You have to cut out unnecessary expenses. You have to cut out unnecessary people. You have to cut out people that can't produce. You have to stay focused. Now's not the time for super new ideas. Now's also not the time for excuses. It's not the time to actually grab new expenses. That's not the time. You know, it's, 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 the, it's, it's not the time to go, oh, I'm going to have a lot of free time. This is, to, this is the time to work. So when the upturn comes, that's all you have is free time. But that's what the majority of doctors will not do. That's what majority of business owners will not do. They'll stay glued to the TV set. Oh my God, look what CNN, look at Fox, look at MSNBC, look at ABC, NBC, whatever they are, whatever these, these news groups are, the major news media, they'll stay glued to that stuff. And the other thing that they're going to do is they're going to be talking a lot more in personal injury chat lines, um, you know, arguing with one another, spending time trying to prove who's right and who's wrong. If I'm out there competing, I want those doctors doing that. Now, I'm not saying there's anything wrong. We have a great group. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with group participation. As a matter of fact, I think it's critical. I think it's key. But group participation where there's a whole bunch of arguing and you're spending your time arguing with somebody, that's just a total waste of time. I mean, if I had my competitors, I'd want my competitors out arguing all how they're sophisticated and they're right and they're good. I'd want them doing that hours a day. Hours a day. Right? If you're going to use social media, use it. Be Know why you're using it and how you're using it. Don't be used by it. And don't be sucked into it. Use it. Don't be used by it. So this recession that we're in, we're in a recession. This recession is going to be good for a small uh, percentage of providers. When I say small, it could be 30%, 20%, 10%. They're going to come through this really, really well. For the average provider, yeah, like I said, I, I'm saying 20 to 30% won't be around. And for the, for the low-end providers, no way. We may even see a consolidation in the industry over the next three years. That's where big groups buy out small practices. Now, even if that were to happen, even if that were to happen, you got to make your practice really, really valuable. And I don't know of a more valuable space than the injury space. That's why I say it's the best. Um, if, you have, if you have good knowledge and you have good work ethic and you're willing to up your work ethic, I'm talking about great work ethic. I'm talking about staying focused. I'm talking about staying on target. I'm talking about focusing on your targets and getting rid of all the stuff that takes your focus off those targets. If you're that, that doctor, that male or female, and you're running a business, this is going to be an awesome time for you. Yes, a lot of work. Definitely a lot of work. But it's going to be an awesome time. And you will be able to pick up 
Do you want to grow? I mean, we have doctors that come into our program that want to grow two, three, four, five, six, ten clinics in the next two years. This is going to be a good time to pick up clinics and it's going to be a good time to pick up people. It really will be. So it just depends. And you don't have to do that. You can just do it within your own practice. But I'm telling you, this recession is going to be a good time for practice builders who really understand what they're doing to build their practices. It really is. Doctors, each and every time I do a podcast, I just take a point of view. Hopefully, as you're listening in your car, you're listening at home, you're, you know, you're, you're, you're listening at work or prior to work. Hopefully, these, these topics kind of get you motivated, get you juiced up so that you are ready to go. Um, I take, I riff on a topic, short, sweet, to the point. We have a group, we have a free Facebook user group called the Smart Injury Doctors Practice Building Success Secrets. You can look us up on, on Facebook and tie into our group. We're the fast, one of the fastest moving groups in the country right now in injury work. So tie into us. Obviously, listening to the podcast is a great thing to do. If you have any interest in our program or further understanding our program, you just go out to smartinjurydoctors.com, hit learn more and work yourself through to where you're, hit, you're learning more about our program. See what other providers have talked about. And if you have things that you want me to talk about or somebody you want me to interview or somebody that you want to, uh, to have interview me, uh, give us a call at 800-940-6513. Doctors, as always, I appreciate your time and attention, and I look forward to you on the next podcast. You've been listening to the Smart Injury Doctors Podcast, the number one audio production show for professionals in the U.S. injury market that want to deliver better injury services to the patients, clients, or insureds they serve. If you like what you heard today, please leave us a review, and don't forget to join us on our next program.